Greta the tittle tattle <laughs> prattled on about the little metal bottle. She spat a spit of spittle on the moth that bit the cattle in the in a bittle ah, in a bitter bell. Fuck! <laughs> I did it perfectly the time you weren't recording. Happy Halloween, and this Happy is our Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Cue the music. Welcome back. We have some jello shots here. We're going to celebrate. Okay, I got purple. I got green. Oh. Ugh. I'm sure the was the ASMR people like listening to this like, "Oh my god, the noise." <laughs> the jello shots. Ooh, these are good. They are strong. Oh, these are strong. I've had like a quarter of mine. <laughs> Yowzes. Hi everyone. Happy Halloween in this Fucking horror of a year. It's Jesus. been a year of Halloween. I mean, oh, it's no. just been a nightmare the entire <laughs> year. I felt like I have just been living in the worst kind of horror movie <laughs> for the last 10 months. Hopefully 11, that almost. ends soon, at least a little bit of it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so we did a movie called The Good Things Devils Do. Mm-hmm. Came out this year, 2020. I'm yeah, gonna, said it. I'm sorry, I'm like <laughs> <laughs> your mouth so full of jello still. <laughs> Danny said this movie got like a lot of good ratings on his horror shit that he follows. So we decided to watch it. It's it takes place on Halloween. Danny, I mean, was this a good movie? Oh, you want just right out the bat? Just I want to know right out of the bat. Did you like this movie? It was okay. Yeah. That's how I felt. It was There okay. were parts of it I loved and there were parts I hated. There were parts I feel the same. Like, there are so many movies that I've watched that are way worse than this that I was, like, angry I watched. I'm not angry I watched this. I just wish it would have been a little better somehow. And I don't... I have ideas for how it could be better. Okay, we'll get great, into it. because I don't really... <laughs> but Why don't you good. give us a quick description of what this movie is in okay. the voice? Okay, I, can I just read the description? Yes, All right, but in the voice. I gotta do the voice. <clears throat> it's Halloween night. Richard, a small town gangster, is retiring. Before he can, he must take one last job. Miles apart, Melvin is a reluctant family man who has dreams of becoming a famous curator for his museum of the macabre. His newest acquisition... The remains of the notorious masquerade, a vampire born from the embers of hell, slain centuries ago. Mishaps on both sides lead to chaos. Richard follows the orders of a bad dossier, and Melvin accidentally frees masquerade. And then the description ends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so anyways, it's like this dude... (laughs) He's like the fun He's like the fun guy in the neighborhood He's like you He's like the you of the neighborhood Who's like not a creep But like all the kids are like Ooh look at all your spooky stuff What are you doing for Halloween this year mister? Yeah right and he's like Oh kids I've got this like Totally scary skeleton That I'm getting and she's gonna be Totally terrifying my first note is, I want that sweatshirt that he's wearing. I got his right little away. fucking pumpkin vest. So cute. I love this guy. I love Professor G. I was like, 
please don't be a creep. Please don't turn out to be some like murderous weirdo. <laughs> and guess what? He wasn't. He was just like a good dude who wanted to provide a bunch of weird, creepy stuff. Well, well, I guess in the end he was bad, but that he what well, wasn't him. Um. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Well, can, would. <laughs> I guess this is a good segue. Would you allow me to build a museum of the macabre in the basement? <laughs> mm, well, I mean, like, if it just had your weird stuff in there, sure. But, like, if it had an actual, like, haunted vampire skeleton, that's a no from me, dog. We like, can't talk about this? Nope. We Danny, Family vote? Danny, <laughs> you pulled a prank on me where you made me think there were demons for 0.5 seconds, and I slapped you in the face and was like, I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> like... <laughs> No, we're not having a haunted vampire skeleton in our basement. This movie has like a pretty interesting cast of characters. So we've yeah. got Melvin slash Professor G. Professor G. Nobody knows what the G stands for. <laughs> I thought that was a really funny Nobody joke at the knows. end. I think it's, I don't know. What do you think it, it Ghoul? is? Professor Ghoul? I was thinking Ghoul too, but like he, maybe. Oh, because he does have the haunted Because the stuff. kids are the ones that call him Professor G. Or Professor like. Professor G, Professor Good Guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> like that's what all the kids call their teachers. Professor hey, Good Guy. Professor Good Guy over there. <laughs> so we've got we've got Melvin. We've got his wife Louise. We've got Louise's daughter. Which they don't mention right away that she is how old, Anne? She's almost 40. I thought they were really trying to play her up to be like a teenage girl. I think it's just supposed to be like a rip on like the sexy like I don't know daughter but she's like actually 40 and kind of a loser and like (laughs) still dressing like a sexy teenager but she's not also like teenagers aren't sexy they're like teenagers guys (laughs) let's not be gross but like so we've got them they're their little weird family unit Get ready for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to a bar scene where we introduce the other three characters. We're introduced to Richard and Finn. And Richard is kind of like this old, hardened gangster, right? And he's, he's being, done. He's being talked into one last job, you know? One more score. One more score. And <laughs> Finn is just like this asshole guy, whatever. But then Finn is like, oh, you're working on this job tonight with Percy. And... Richard is like, no, I don't work with Percy. Oh, and my daughter's working too. But she's whatever. mouse. And that's mouse. First mouse. off, Richard is a terrible father to bringing his daughter into the con game. I mean, is he or is he just like, hey, guess what? You're really skilled at locksmithing. Uh, maybe you should just be a professional criminal, like, because this is what I know, and I just want you to do well in your life. Clearly, he loves his daughter, like. He does. Um, we find out Percy is Kane Hodor, who I absolutely fucking hate in this movie. Yeah. I absolutely, like, I, if we ever go to a Comic-Con and he's there, I'm just going to be like, I just want you to know I hated you in that movie. Like, I thought you were absolutely horrific and horrible, and, like, it but, made me mad how so- <laughs> evil you were. I know he's, he's, it's weird because I think it's because you know him, you've read about him, you've seen interviews, we've met him, but like, he's supposed to play this super evil, terrible gangster and he plays it well, but it doesn't seem to fit him. 
Like when he's talking about okay, so we our first introduction to him is he's talking about rape with a shotgun to a lady it's and a her mom daughter. and her daughter. And then he blows both their heads off. And they're just random people. Yeah. Like I don't think they're his No, it's, it's just not people his he was, wife or ex wife and daughter. It's just like random people. Like he's a monster. And he's so gross and horrific with what he says. Like it's just Awful. Like, you just are like, oh, I hope you die. Don't worry. He does. Oh, he's first. He does die. But, like, I wanted him to die more. (laughs) (laughs) Being killed and disemboweled by a demon vampire lady was not enough for me. Like, I needed all of the ghosts of his victims (laughs) to rise up and, like... There should have been an after-credits scene of him in hell and everyone (sighs) he's killed just, like, attacking him. He was bad in this movie. I mean, he's supposed to be, but it's just weird seeing him like that, you know? I mean, it's not to me because he's a creep. Like, not in real life, but, like, kind of in real life. He's very... He's a very creepy guy. Like... Yeah. I mean, that's his stick, but he doesn't talk a lot. Thing bef- I've mentioned on here before when we went to the Comic-Con yeah. and he just like stared at me for legit five minutes straight and it was like very unsettling. It was very unsettling. So if I ever, if we ever see him and he fucking <laughs> looks at me again, I don't care if there's a line, I'm going to march right up to him, <laughs> cut in front of everyone and be like, you fucking were awful in this movie. <laughs> I'm sure I, that'll go well. I hated you. <laughs> and then you run away as fast as possible. I will. I will. Uh, we also get introduced to Mouse here who's stealing a car. Yeah, she's pretty funky. I like Mouse. Yeah. yeah. I like Mouse. She's spunky little, so little they, thing. They start this new job and well, it cuts back and forth between the family. But real quick, what did you think of their masks? I was super happy. I really liked them. Yeah. I like, so it's Halloween, right? Yeah. And so they decide that this heist they're doing, it's going to be in the smuggler's house, which ends up being Professor G's house. Is he a smuggler? No, I don't know. We never really find out. I kind of believe he could be because he gets all these weird things. So like he could be. So maybe they had the wrong house. (gasps) Oh. What? No. Did you just think of something? Yeah. When they get... <sighs> it was supposed to be at the address 191, not 161. When he gave him the papers, he gave it to him upside down. Oh. Right? Right? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We just, that was a little <laughs> light bulb moment there. Ding! Um... But what was I saying? <laughs> well, we were talking about the masks and the heist. Oh, yeah. And so it's on Halloween night. And so they're like, oh, we're not going to break into his house. What we're going to do is just dress up in Halloween costumes and knock on the fucking door. And that's how we're going to get in, which is pretty smart, actually. And it makes yeah. me be like, oh, why isn't there like a rash of like armed robberies on Halloween? Let's because this doesn't happen. It's actually like a really good idea. I thought Not that I would ever, I mean, I would never do that. Please, God. Disclaimer yeah. for everyone. She won't be robbing your house. Please, I've, <laughs> never, I've never shot a pack of gum. I thought Mouse's outfit of the little devil was cool. Yeah. And then Kane Hoder inside that like skeleton onesie yeah. top or that With tank the top. scary mask. Terrifying. Although looking. I thought it would have been cute if Mouse dressed up like a cat, <laughs> right? Because everyone calls her Mouse, but well, then she would have been a cat. 
I was disappointed because when she got to the bar, she was like, I'm going to put you in that bear costume, that cute bear. Where was the pink bear costume? Exactly. No one wore it. She was full of shit. So before they get to the house, what happens to the mom? Oh. Let's get into. So. Yeah. Okay. So there is the delivery of the crate, which houses the bones of the. Can you say the name? I forget how to say it. I I forget how to say it in in Spanish, but it's like the the masquerade or the the death of the masquerade or like the what is it? The Hold demon on. of the masquerade. Yeah, yeah. The demon of the masquerade. So it's like these bones of this old vampire vampire woman and there's all this kerfuffle downstairs, blah blah blah. Louise has to come help Melvin. And Louise is terrified of the dark. Melvin's foot gets hurt. So Louise is downstairs by herself. After pushing the entire giant crate up on a shelf by herself, Louise don't need no man. Like, Louise can move a giant crate by herself. She's a badass. She doesn't. But unfortunately, Louise does need a man when she gets bitten by the ghost of the vampire because she has removed the stake that was through the heart. Yeah. She said it was a table leg. You got yeah. ripped off again, Melvin. This is just <laughs> a table leg and some rags, you fucking moron. No. So she gets bit. We know that's going to come back to haunt them. And at the same time as all this is going on is when our three uh, bad people break into the house to do their job. Yeah, so this is when you find out this is a vampire movie. You have no idea, yeah. really, before that. Like, you don't know. And then you're just like, oh, this is a vampire movie. I'm going to cool. say, the vampire looks awesome. Yeah, she does. She was actually pretty freaky, and um, I liked it. I, I like loved, the vampire. I love that she never spoke English in any language other than someone else's voice. Like, yeah. she was either the little kid talking yeah. or Louise talking. Like, anytime she spoke, she was someone that, that was... Too. I just feel like there's so many loose rules with <laughs> vampires. Although they did stick to you, they can't be invited. Or they have to be invited. Or they to have come to in. be invited into your house to come in. They do do mind control a lot in stories, right? But can they mimic voices? That's a new one, I think. I mean, I thought they could like. Mm, I mean, they could just be the voice of like the person they are, like from Salem's Lot when the little boy was like clawing at the window, and he's like, "Let me in, Mark." Let me see what other notes do I have. Oh, and next note I had was this crew fell apart in like five seconds. Oh my god. Well They break in and instantly it's like, oh, we're not a crew anymore. It is a mess. It's a mess. Well, because because Richard didn't want to work with Percy in the first place. Yep. Richard was like, fuck Kane Hodor. Like, that guy, he's no he's no good. He uses it's guns. Bad news he's bears. violent. I know he's going to be bad. As soon as they bust in, what does Kane Hodor do? Bust out a gun. And so Richard's like not having it and knocks the gun out of his hand. Well, do, you, do you remember how bad that looked? My God. He used a baseball bat and it was like, Cut to, and then like a baseball bat gently tapping his yeah. arm and the gun falling. The effects in this movie were a little bit lacking they were in back and weird forth. places. Like some of them, I guess the ones that mattered were really good. My biggest complaint that I'll say if they fixed would have helped this movie a lot. Half the music was great. Half the music was like made for TV crap. I didn't even notice. And then sound effects in this movie, 
Like, remember when Kane Hoder's punching outside? Yeah, I actually did remember thinking about sound effects. There were no this- sound effects during the punch, but then the <laughs> the vampire was screaming this weird voice the whole time. Yeah. Like, whoever did the foliage and the sound effects sucked in this movie. The, fo- <laughs> the foliage guy is the worst. Well, that's who would do the the punching noises. You know how they do that? <laughs> All kinds of ways: punching meat or punching a frozen turkey. I remember watching, we watched, for some reason, maybe it was in science or something, but I feel like it was in my skills for living class, but we watched it like documentary about sound effects and how they do all these different sound effects for movies. And I found it so fascinating. Oh, it's very interesting. It was so cool. It was so cool. I always think about that. Like, what are they using to make that noise? (laughs) The Halloween music in it, whenever it was supposed to be spooky, was pretty good. But whenever, like, there's a part where Mouse and Richard, or not Richard, who's the dad? Richard. Okay, Richard's, are, like, having, like, a heart-to-heart while feeding each other candy on the counter. And it was, like, this soft piano music you'd hear in, like, Days of Our Lives. I just said, (laughs) my note in that part was, Edward Cleaverhands just wants some candy pops. (laughs) Give it to her. Like... So I don't know what happened. Like, <laughs> Sorry. She, she got knocked out by Kane Hodor. Yeah. Right? Oh, this is the part he know. dies before we jump ahead too much. Yeah. He gets killed by the vampire ghost. He goes out to try to fuck gets her up. Gets disemboweled. It's pretty awesome. It, she stabs him a whole bunch and then like grabs no, no, his no. intestines. No, no, no. She makes him oh, stab yeah. himself. Like she mind controls people into do, like killing yeah. and hurting themselves. Um, And then... Somehow, so like Mouse has gotten injured. I thought she just hit her head. She just got punched in the face, and for some reason, somehow her dad is like, "I better duct tape this meat cleaver and this butcher knife to your hands." What? And there's no like her hands didn't get fucked. No, up. and actually, that's that's you're handicapping her. I don't understand. She can't grab doors and stuff, which we'll get into in a minute. I mean, I guess. When you have a maybe, his, maybe he was just like there's just like a demon coming at you, and you just need <laughs> to be able to like machete your way out of there. But like, there was no explanation. He's just like, well, guess we gotta just <laughs> here. Here's a machete on and your she, hand. She got punched in the face, and that's where she was like, oh, I feel messed up, and right. then splashes like, water in her face. She had a concussion because she got punched in the face by a giant man who's full of rage because. Clearly, he has mother issues. My God, a uh, lot of lot of parent child weirdness in this movie, eh? Like a lot of weird child parent uh, conflicts and relationships. Like, which ones you thinking of? Well, I just I. Well, I mean, like, there's obviously the one between Louise and Caroline. There's the stepdad relationship between Caroline and. What's Melvin? There's, um, I'm like getting drunk right now and I'm having a hard time remembering. Why does he call his wife Wheezy? Louise. Oh, well, I mean, she was wheezing it when he said no, it the one Louise, time. Was... Wheezy's a common nickname for Louise. I just kept thinking of uh, Little Wayne. No, it's um <laughs> from um, oh my God, the Jeffersons, the. One of the characters, the wife was, I think it's the wife, was Wheezy, but her oh. name was Louise. 
Oh, there's a bunch of freaky paintings in this house that I hate. <laughs> They're like a bunch of like giant cartoonish heads, but they're like black-eyed kids. Yeah, they are but creepy. Adults. I, one of them looked like Amelia Earhart as a black-eyed kid, and I I hated it so much. I liked him the more the movie went. I was like, oh, I actually really like that. Do you do you like stories of black-eyed kids? I don't know a lot. I just know oh what my they God, are. I love them so much. <laughs> they're so freaky to me. So he, like, do you have a favorite? No, I mean, oh, well, there's one that I read that was like a trucker had like, he was like pulled over to truck stop and sleeping and like there's a knock on his door and he opened it and there was like just a girl asking to come in and she had black eyes, like not black eyes, yeah. but black, black pupils, black pupils and everything. And he was like, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> he said no, nope. right? <laughs> nope. Um, no. No, that's freaky. Black eyed kids are freaky. So speaking of kids, the next scene is a child that is way too old to be wearing a bumblebee costume. And it's fine. She's like She's like uh, Abby's age. If Abby was like, I wanna be a I'm gonna dress as a bumblebee, I'd be like, girl, you be a fucking bumblebee. Go no. ahead, be the queen bee. Unless she's oh crap, what's What's that band from the 90s with the bumblebee girl that dances around? Um, I... Oh, my God. All I can say is that, that my life... <laughs> I am going to smack myself in the face when you tell me up. this. I'm so... Blind Melon. Blind Melon. Blind Melon. Nice. Oh, God. I was Unless be... you're in Blind Melon cover art, <sighs> Sorry, guys. you should not wear I a was, bumblebee costume. I was going to be really upset <laughs> with myself if I could not come up with that. Like, I might not have let it shown, but inside I would have been really mad if that was not going to make the connection because it was right there. God damn it. I'm so glad. So it's Danny and his sister. They're walking up because... And they this... just, like, love... They love Professor G. They came They're to like, see the spooky. We got to see what you got, Professor G. You told us about this weird freak skeleton and they're like oh there she is right in your yard it makes perfect sense mm. though because like they expected to find something terrifying and of course what would you think if the professor was like get away you'd be like yeah you're playing this up like don't come here oh no so our bumblebee sister gets murdered yeah like slashed in the throat Sad. did not see that coming danny dies too well no yes he does no she hypnotizes him and then he goes in the house later and he's fine because later he's they're like he's sleeping he's fine okay i thought he did because i thought i saw the perfect like the you think he's going to because the witch or vampires like come to me yeah but then the but then professor g was watching out of the door when that happened and then he was like no and then crumpled down so i was like Uh, oh clearly she got him because he's looks fine later and then they say he's sleeping the next morning yeah, right. No. What else? No. What um, else? You know what's also annoying? There's three grown-ass adults in this house who live there. Yeah. Two intruders. No one has a fucking cell phone on them. Get real. They talk about it a Get few times. Real. And at first, I was like, maybe this is the 60s. Maybe this is like before cell phones. Because really, you don't, there's nothing that, shows you no but then they bust out the alexa they bust out the speaker and they're like speaker play this song so i'm like and then he says something about i have to find my phone are you telling me you're telling me that 
<laughs> three grown ass adults in this house, one of whom is an unemployed, like almost 40 year old woman who just kind of like mooches off her family and does nothing. Nobody knows where their fucking phones are. Get out of here. Uh, 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 Most unrealistic. To back up your anger about this is the 40 year old daughter who is in her room texting her friend or talking to her friend when the mom is turning. Yeah. Like, she's like, oh, I'll call you later. They're like fighting. So she apparently has her phone on her. She has her phone. Like, she was hiding in a blanket the whole movie. Where was your phone, Which, kid? Uh, okay, can we talk about the hiding in a blanket? Because, okay, <laughs> so she's just kind of hiding in the bedroom while her mom... She burritos in a blanket, yeah, not Caroline's just hiding. Yeah, just like uh, burrito, yeah, burritoing in that blanket. Her mom is dying on the bed. Yeah, it wouldn't, then, be, it wouldn't be hiding because she's clearly next to the bed burritoed. Like, it doesn't look like a blanket on the floor. It just looks like someone wrapped up in a cocoon on... But you don't see her. Well, you so kind of I, do. I don't know. I kind of feel like demons and vampires are kind of stupid. So, like, <laughs> you could pretend you're that's just like a blanket crumpled up on the floor. But, like, she hears the bed move, right? Yeah. You're like, obviously, your mom is a demon now and she's a vampire and she's waking up. And then Caroline just like nuzzles herself out of the blanket and it's like, Mom, no, you stay covered in that blanket why would you get up why would you uh, stupid stupid sorry (laughs) if i have a suspicion that you abby tommy or any of my loved ones are like a vampire and i have a great hiding spot you know what i'm not doing giving up my fucking hiding spot (laughs) and being like danny no sorry no no another phone reference is one of my favorite creepy parts of the movie Danny is at the door, the dead or could be dead child, and you see, just see a silhouette in the door, and he keeps knocking and saying stuff to them. And he's like, in the most monotone, not caring voice, "Can I use your phone to call my mom and tell him my sister's dead?" Like, yeah, he that scene with him outside the door reminded me a lot of uh, the vampire movie you were just talking Salem's about. Lot. Yeah, Salem's Lot. It was good, mm-hmm. and then I also love. The vampire lady's hand silhouette. Yeah, in the that was good too. Oh. It was creepy. It was, was creepy. I like the part where <laughs> Richard. I, so like, Mouse somehow kind of like got possessed by. When she was out she stabbing was like up. Fighting. She's trying to fight. Masquerade. Fight masquerade, and she didn't lose. But like, so you like. She went into her a little bit, you can tell. Like, so she gets kind of possessed and overtaken and then tries to kill her dad and stabs him in the face. Da 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 da. That old song and dance. <laughs> and then at one point, he's like, You have to pick the locks. Yes. And she's like, I can't. My, My tools, tools are, are inside. inside. And he, he looks at her hands and. She throws up her like duct tape weapon hands. How are you picking a lock with a fucking giant like carving knife cleaver? That's not happening. <laughs> she does it. She does it, which I mean, she is the best locksmith. Oh, yeah. In the town. So, but like that just seemed a little stupid bonkers. Like pick them with the giant cut- cutlery I've <laughs> taped to your hands. So at one point, Danny says he can help Mouse get out of hell or something like that. And 
Richard's like, all right, I'm going to open the oh, door. Oh, yeah, she's in hell. That's right. Everyone that... the I keep wanting to say witch because it seems so witchy, all the stuff yeah. she does, but it's a vampire. Every t- <clears throat> Sorry, people that the vampire possess or take over apparently are stuck in hell, and every minute feels like a thousand years. So he lets her lets Danny in the house, and that's when all shit goes loose. Except for we get that cute little, like, they put the pumpkin on his head. First oh, they put a bowl. Baby, little baby Dwight Shrew <clears throat> with the pumpkin head. Yeah. Oh, that's all the notes I have. What else do we have? Um, we get the big final fight scene. I oh, there's really nothing. Like the telepathy conversation between Caroline and Louise was pretty funny. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> Louise was like, "I'm talking to you through telepathy," and Caroline's like, "Whoa, this is cool." <laughs> <laughs> that was the saddest part. For the 40-year-old stepdaughters, she was being bitten and, like, like biting her hand. She's like, will anybody miss me? And the mom's like, well, I miss you. I miss you, honey. <laughs> that means no I one's going to miss you. I think you're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> Mom, oh. you're pe- am I pretty? I think you're beautiful, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try to explain the ending. So, yeah, they, they stake up our vampire lady. Yeah. What do you think happens at the end? What was your theory? So the movie ends with Professor G cleaning up the mess. Like mopping with the smallest mop and ever. And talking to... Richard. Rich. I got the sense that... Because you never find out what happened with Caroline. Or the like, daughter. Caroline was... What do you mean the daughter? The stepdaughter. Oh. Like, Caroline... That's the stepdaughter. Oh, well, you never find out what happened to Louise either. Right. But, like, Caroline was bitten. Yep. Louise is obviously turned. I feel like Professor G was taken over by one of them at the end because he kind of did some... He said something weird or did something weird. Well, he also made the Alexa play... Play best stepdaughter song. Oh, best song. daughter. Yeah, best stepdaughter in the world, which before ha- had been called the worst stepdaughter in the world, which what a weird thing to name a song. But like, so I that's why I thought Caroline like I, overtook him somehow. And like, I definitely agree with yeah, that. Yeah, the demon ain't dead. <laughs> it was okay. It was all right. It wasn't horrible and it wasn't great. Like it was, it was, a, it was a valiant effort. It was a good effort. I thought the last hour of the movie was a lot of fun. The second and third act were great. The first act, I was like, oh, God, what did we get into? I just feel like it's got to be really hard to make horror movies. The the more time goes on, like, it's harder. I don't know. I guess it's harder to come up with stories that haven't been done. It's, It's harder to scare people. And, like, that, I guess that's always what I want in my horror movies is to be legit scared and I don't get that very much anymore I got it with host I was scared with host like that (laughs) movie scared me because I don't fuck with demons they don't want to fuck with me they better not (laughs) well happy Halloween happy Halloween please go vote please vote for Joe Biden for Joe (laughs) Biden can I say that like 
I don't give a fuck. I don't I don't care. If you're a Trump supporter, please don't listen to our podcast. Like I don't like you. Please vote. I don't like you if you support Trump. Please leave that in the podcast. <laughs> please. Um, vote for Biden. Go vote. Vote blue. It's important that you vote for everything, not just president. Your local shit is actually way more important to your daily lives than the presidential stuff. So um, do some research. Vote, 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 vote. God, vote, please, dear God. Or else we're <laughs> going to be living in like the fucking purge some kind. It's going to be awful. It's going to gonna be the worst please vote it's gonna be worse than any horror film we could ever think of. <laughs> please vote for joe biden <laughs> i hate this year and i know it's a difficult year because of covid and everything else going on to celebrate halloween a lot of people aren't trick-or-treating there's no parties there shouldn't be any parties you shouldn't be going to parties but watch a scary movie drink some apple cider just celebrate in your yeah, own way have some donuts like, eat some candy. Eat some candy. Reese's eggs. Or no, Reese's pumpkins. Why do I always say eggs? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> play with a Ouija board. Bring some spirits back. Just the old-fashioned stuff. You, you know, know what I mean? Conjure the other side. Don't. Make sure you Please don't... don't. Blo- Please don't do that. <laughs> Please Make sure you don't blow out your candles in your uh, link jack-o'-lanterns till the next morning. Because hmm. you will... Piss off the guys. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I, I don't know. I'm done. Thank All you for listening right. to another episode of Bourbon and Blood. Yeah, happy Halloween, guys. Go vote. Um, so yeah. the next episode will determine on the election how soon we want to do one. So we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, we. I might be in a miserable state for two months. So who knows? Who so knows? happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. Woo. Bye. Bye. Yeah.